We're back Slaps. week 24 of the Premier League schedule. And we are back to di- discuss it and preview it. What's going on two days after your big win at the Emirates? How's it feel to be top of the league once again? Do you see? <clears throat> I can see it. I don't know if you can see it. You see right there that, that thing that's in your hand right there? Do you see it? Mm-mm. It's a game. You have a game in hand. <laughs> Everybody relax. Everybody calm down. Uh, you should probably put up the disclaimer the last game that we when 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 we went on. That was like literally what, like 10, 15 minutes after the game happened? Like that was like immediate reactions, you know? So I've had the time to I digest it. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I, and also, it's fair to say, too, that I, we got to give you some credit here. I'll, for your immediate reaction, a lot of folks post-game kind of echoed what you've been saying, which is this thing. I don't know what it is about the Arsenal fan base. You guys, like, culminate everything. It's 20 years. It's the pressure. Like, that, I I just, ugh, it, it scares me. It scares me for you all. Um. But yeah, game in hand. And uh, who is it again? Remind me. Who do you guys play in that game of hand? Sean Douche. Oh yeah. Dub. Easy dub. So the way I see it, you're oh, top. We'll, we'll beat them at home. Yeah, um, exactly. If it was at Goodison, I'd say it's. It, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be confident this. about it. And <laughs> we already we did this, so it doesn't matter. Like. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot a lot going on since then. Uh, do you have any? You said. You kind of hinted that it was an immediate reaction. So, do you have a more thought out uh, reaction now, or, um, or were you kind of jawing at me, saying I was too emotional, or, or what was that about? No, I would say I would say now I you know I go back to, and it's all of the fan base, Miguel included as well, that the manager, you know, saying after the game we were right there with them. Um, I had a chance to listen to different perspectives on both sides about kind of, I think the dispute is, is whether you gave it to, you know, you, 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 you did it to yourselves, right? It's self-inflicted is what I keep hearing. We did it to ourselves. We gave it to them. Um, and you know, I just think obviously all of the city base is going to disagree with that, with just the whole notion that, I mean, we feel like it was self-inflicted sure but there was pressure that we provided and statistically yeah we we we're kind of scratch well the right ones the smart ones i think are kind of scratching our heads to the possession difference and how you guys had it and you know the 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 blind eye person might say that you dominated the game with just solely on the possession and there's different takes on this from the city side i don't really want to go down the theories of all that but one of which I kind of liked, which was, it's not really a theory, but it was more of kind of reading Pep's presser and kind of getting an understanding of um, the plan going into the game. And I thought Bernardo was just, I mean, what, Pep admitted it, right? We heard him say it himself. It's just, it, was, it was horrible. I tried something different and it didn't, didn't work because I think he – Notice that Ake had it in the first game and you tried something different because you don't want to lose the attacking. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a city, there's a city premise right now that says we actually, for the first time, and admitted by Pep, according to certain sources, 
it was our first time of doing a, a bit of a mid block. It was essentially allowing for you to give in. We were bending, bending, absorbing some of that, and then kind of running out and doing our thing. And the evidence for this, the evidence for this is actually we went back and looked at the Liverpool game. The podcast that I listened to talked about the game against Liverpool where we actually did similar tactics and all City fans were like, what is this? And at the time, what we said was, this is copycat. We're playing Klopp. We're doing this like bend, bend, then kind of gangum press and then go kind of thing. Like this is kind of different. This is not what it, what it was per kind of these theories and what people have been watching and scouts and kind of really looking at the development and change. Cause this is a really unique year for city. Like I've really dived into this more than anything because last year I can tell you what we were doing. Like back in my hand, I knew formationally there was no question. It was just a matter of where we're going to capitalize on the opportunities. Now it's so different adding a beast like Holland. And it's, it's, it's really kind of, I'm scratching my itch trying to do this because I no longer coach basketball. I, I don't like the X's and O's. I'm, I'm done with that shit in basketball. Now, for me, I still I, I get geeky about some of these things. And so long story short, it ends up saying that we were just doing more absorbing. The, the possession was going to be for you all. And we timely knew certain locations and moments we chose going into the game scenario-wise. If we're here, this is when we do it. This is when we put that press and if that was the game plan and how we shifted it, I can't, I can't get over that second half. That second half for me was just, I really feel like the toughest for me, the toughest place, the toughest place in the league right now to play. We went in there and played a style that was different, but we still managed to get the result that we needed. And we want, we, it, it was just, clinical when have city been clinical i dare any city fan to tell me we've been clinical we 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 are tap in fc we do all the work before and outside the box and then we hit some colossals kevin b and kevin we have some outliers but it's i just feel like that second half and the game plan and the efficiency i i really feel like city won that game and we're obviously getting the difference the Arsenal fan base. So that dispute, I think, is where I've kind of looked at. I'm just like, man, this is consistent with all of Arsenal. Robbie says it. I think Lee, what was it Lee? Not Lee Mace, Lee Mason. Lee Si is it Lee Simon, the bald guy? Lee he judges. Did. Lee judges. Thank you. Thank you. Great guy. Great guy. Awesome guy. Just I, first off, general aura and demeanor. Just seems like I can got a guy I can chill with. I really like him. He doesn't talk that much shit. It's timely and it's subtle when he does it and just kind of see how you read it kind of thing. I like him. I like him. Um, but yeah, yeah, he acknowledged. He's just like, you know, like they were talking more kind of critiquing what Arsenal didn't do. And he was kind of noting the the the, the, the lack of just kind of uh, 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 creativity. And then he even says it just kind of out of out of nowhere. He says, I guess as I'm saying, I should say City took it from us. And I'm just thinking like it's, you're talking with two sides out of your mouth. It, it makes perfect sense to say that you didn't play well. That's fine, but you can't you can't make the argument that well the fluidity and we were just making our crisp passes, we weren't doing this, and it's like, okay, well then like that's that's something to do with city. If you're acknowledging that the criticism is there, it's a fair point. I don't think it's 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 for me, I'm tired of the semantics. I think it's more of just kind of owning it. That's what other clubs do. Just own the L, own the fact that it was different. I mean, two games, Brian, two games against us, and you haven't scored an open play? Like 
I know it's a chess match. I know it's a chess match, but what are we doing here? Can we call it as something where it's like, is there's just the both of them are feeling each other out, but I don't know, man. I sent you two pictures. I know. I was just looking at the first two goals. I'm, I'm standing by that. There's, there's literally no pressure on Tamiyasu there. So your, your notion that the pressure of Man City made that bad pass by Tamiyasu. I mean, so you think, by, you think by a screenshot that determines that the location. You, I mean, you I could send you the video as well. Look at look, the mentality, look at it. sir. It's the fact that he's chasing back and he knows that he's there somewhere. Whether the location, I don't you know how many to- t- mistakes Tommy Asu's made in Arsenal uniform. Zero. Did you hear Mikel Arteta say after the game that he's never seen Tommy Asu play that same ball? Stop so, it, bro. So he choked. So he choked. So- he contradict what you literally just said, choked, and then dude. he's willing to even – bro, what are we doing? Look, look at that picture and tell me where the pressure is. Sir, tell me, t- tell me how – Pressure comes in all different forms. A screenshot is not going to show – I can send show, you the video, my friend. I can show a screenshot to you, you of a post player me, getting tell the me, ball with – Tell me, because you've talked for about six minutes yet, so let me talk a little bit here. Sure. Um you tell me what right back in world football doesn't even have to be class, doesn't even have to be good. But if any right back gets the ball in that position, what are his options on that play? Uh, so he okay. has three options. Do any of them involve short passing it in stride to Kevin De Bruyne? <laughs> he didn't see him there. He's parallel to him. He's not De Bruyne's not behind him. Let's not act like De Bruyne is a pace. You think person. he saw him? You think he saw him? Yeah, dude, wow. watch it again. He passed it. He was trying to pass it to Ramsdale and completely botched the pass. Right in stride to him. De Bruyne. In he fact, did him. you see the video? Did you see the video of his face being absolutely shocked and scared after he like? I saw Odegaard bitch slap him. That was awesome because he deserved it. I didn't it. see that. That was a fucking bottle job. <laughs> But look at that. <laughs> Grealish is on the wrong side of his body there. You're going to so argue you can't the location. Argue, is... You can't argue that Grealish is pressuring. That play happens sir. every single time. Look at where Tommy Asu's looking in the screenshot I sent you. Zoom in and look. He's looking right at Kevin. His head is turned right to Kevin De Bruyne. Look. I, I've I've seen it all, sir. But again, if he I, I did, say to and you, if Grealish was too much pressure on him, which to me that's not pressure. He's on his back, so that 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 literally happens every game. A, a left back is going to get pressured by the winger with the ball, so that's normal scenario. You you just simply pass it out of bounds if you don't think you can make the pass. That is a complete terrible terrible play. We gave you the goal. You can't give away goals. Did De Bruyne hit a great chip, chip the goalie very well? Yes. But if he missed that, we'd be saying, man, De Bruyne should be making that and putting them up one nothing. They were He was gifted a ball one-on-one with the goalie, and Ramsdale was at the top of the, the, the keeper box. Yeah, you got to finish it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's a great finish, but at the same time, you're telling me if De Bruyne misses that, we'd be saying, hey, that's, that's a bad miss from De Bruyne, right? So I'm sorry. That one... Is, is is terrible. The second one, two guys on Gabriel. He has Zinchenko to the left. He has Xhaka right up the middle, and he can pass it back to the goalie. He short passes it right to Bernardo Silva, 
and a fast break ensues. Three on two. I'm sorry. This is sloppy, and it's and it's. The more I think about it, the more I am pissed off at uh, Arteta's tactics and his lack of ability to change the tactics. I'm really getting sick of this inverted midfielder thing. It, it didn't work against Everton. It did not work against Brentford. And it did not work against City. You guys did play kind of a mid-block. We had to go over the top of you or use Kieran Tierney, who's a damn good left back, and start overlapping on both sides. But, but we played. we played – you guys had a plan. You executed it. And we did not change anything. Our first sub was the 75th minute. I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. Tamiyasu was having a howler. We have Ben White on the bench. Why was why did Ben White not come on till the 80th minute? Tamiyasu got a red oh, card in the uh, a yellow card in the 50th minute. That right there was a sign to take him off. He was getting he was getting ripped up all game, making mistakes, and gets a red card in the 50th minute. Why was Ben White not put on immediately? Why was Trussard sure. put on the 75th minute? Why did we not try to take Zinchenko off, who wasn't having a good game, and the inverted thing wasn't working? And we could try to overlap Martinelli and give him some joy on the left side or, or put on Trossard as well and switch both left back and left winger. The lack, the lack of an ability to change the tactics is really starting to worry me because the warning sign should have been Everton. The warning sign should have been Brentford. Pep kind of played not the same way because they played a very low block. But the midfield was stuffed. And I told you, we play too narrow with this inverted thing. And Pep stifled that. And we, we get out wide eventually. We should have yeah. known that. We should have known this was coming. And if we didn't know it was coming, we shouldn't have been shocked because we lost our two previous games because of this. And, and Arteta didn't do anything to fix that. And if he wasn't going to change the tactics, he could have at least made substitutions. And he waited too late. The game was done by then, the 75th minute. So take a look at your phone because we're talking video evidence now. You, you send me screenshots, I send you videos. So so here's the thing when it comes to the Miguel situation. I, I have to agree. Where Miguel went wrong, in my humble opinion, is not going into this game with some sort of tactical change. You cannot play Pep twice in a row and do the same thing. Should you do the same thing, especially when he thinks you're a, a top guy like Miguel? Because what you're essentially doing is he's accounting for you to do an adjustment based on the first game. So when we start the game off and you literally just do the same thing, well, for this situation, it doesn't apply. Because but, but what Pep would do would just go back to the same thing, like, okay, whatever. But we couldn't because of how we lined up, which is with Bernardo and that amoeba, you know, left back, center mid, fucking right mid. Any, I mean, the guy was fucking everywhere. So, like, that that's kind of – we couldn't do that. But, yeah, I, I think there's something to the notion that Mikel kind of botched it going into the game. But I I guess basically my point is from a City perspective and what I keep seeing on, on from, from City fans is the, there cannot be any credit to City. There cannot be any notion that City went into your place and got a win. During in a, in a in a situation where obviously both teams are not one's kind of going I, up. I think what you're missing here is we expected you to come in here and do what you did. It's not a surprise. 
we're surprised on how we showed up. That nobody's shocked that Man City showed up ready to take first place. We knew you were going to do that. I don't care what happened at Tottenham. I don't care at Man, what happened at Man U. We yeah. knew. Pep's been talking about this fucking game all year. He keeps mentioning Arsenal, 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 Arsenal. He keeps mentioning it. We knew how you guys were going to show up. You guys are the champs. We're not surprised by that at all. So it's like that Chris Rock joke. Oh, you know, N-words always bragging about stuff that they're supposed to do. Oh, I take care of my kids. What do you want, a cookie? We knew Man City was going to show up. So it's like, okay, okay, you want us to give credit for something we expected? We expected this kind of Man City to show up. We knew you could have played shit against Villa, but you were going to show up Wednesday. That was that was inevitable. So we're more surprised at how how the lack of what we did. That video you sent makes it worse for me. If you're a football player, you don't throw the ball across your body. If you're a soccer player, you don't hit the ball in the middle of the field not knowing who's there. That's that's basic one on one. Basketball, you don't throw the ball across the court. You don't so, do that without knowing who's there. So I don't think he saw Kevin. One. He probably didn't, but you don't do that. Why would you play a ball in the middle of the field without knowing who's there? That makes it worse. Because maybe he, regardless of whatever fucking screenshot you try to send me, maybe, just maybe, he felt pressure, and so therefore he got rid of it. That's a, that's a problem. That's a big problem. First yeah. of all, that is a pl- what Jack Grealish was not pressuring. He was sure. going for a ball that was loose. That sure. is something that happens in every game. And if you cannot handle that situation, that is bad news. So that I mean that happens every game. And if and if he's playing balls like that every game, he will quickly be transferred back to Japan. I expect the I expect the not only the buy-in to the argument, but then the the overextension to where you say, yeah, they're rattled, they're nervous, we drop they it. They are. Because I've and, seen it before. There you go. So so they're rattled I, about the situation, but it's not like Man City came in and like it's not. It's not like we rattled in this situation before. We were, we went into Newcastle last year. Newcastle in last January was on ten points, and we got rattled there. It's a there's a mentality issue in these big games, and yeah. there's a there's a mentality issue with City. A hundred percent. We we yeah. won what one fucking time in the last eleven games, and that for me is a problem as well. Mikel has to start answering that bell because you can't one team. You guys have lost to shit Tottenham. If shit Tottenham can get wins over you, why can't Arsenal? Yeah, I mean, that's, so. But do you get my explanation? Like, I'm not here giving credit. I expected you guys to come in. I'm shocked no. we didn't match your intensity. I'm shocked we couldn't p- place four, three passes together. I'm shocked Tommy Yasu, who is a fucking drill sergeant when it comes to making the right plays, made one of the most bonehead plays of the season. Yep. That's what's surprising yeah. me. I knew City was going to turn up. You guys could have lost two games in a row, and I still would have known you were to turn up. I, that, I don't that know. had you guys ready for this game the whole season. He's been talking about it. Well, I think it's charges, not a surprise. I think charges. Well, he's shown credit to Arsenal. People talk about City's title run. He he gets questions asked about City in the title run. He acknowledges Arsenal. If he wouldn't well, say course. Arsenal, I'm not. I'm not saying. Would. I'm not saying you're mentioning us like. Oh, you guys are obsessed with. Him. I'm saying he gets asked questions and he mentions it. I'm just saying he. We knew we should have known he was ready for this game. I I I don't. 
I don't think it's as solidified as you think it was from a city perspective. I think it's that, well. That's very... your opinion, and and you're a city fan, and I'm an Arsenal fan, so I'm going to be more critical on my team because I think I think I think if we play how we played against United two weeks ago, yeah. three weeks ago, we should be winning, or we shouldn't be losing by two goals. I'm sorry, that's embarrassing on your own home field, and and yeah. you guys did not. That first half was up for grabs. That first half is up for grabs. You could put City on their back, and that's a completely different game, and then you have yeah. to crawl back into it. But we didn't do that. Yeah. And Ketia missed chances, and, and the, the play was sloppy in the first half. Yeah, I did see the first half header miss, and that was, that was abysmal. That was, that was a, a wonderful you ball. You have to I hit the that. target on that. Uh, that's an embarrassing miss. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, yeah, I just – we'll see. I mean, when do we play each other again? Is it March or April? I mean, I think we April. see each other relatively soon. No, April. Two months. No, April? Okay. Well, yeah. We'll see I what mean, the table looks like now. Listen, I, I think that you guys have been here before, and we look rattled in these situations. But you never know. In April, you know, this this time, we, we need Jesus back because I, yeah. I think we're really – we were able to get away with it for three games, but I think the things he brings, I think yeah. Martinelli's suffering. I think Xhaka's suffering. You know, I think I think a lot of things are happening, even defensively. I feel like he even helped. What impressed me most about him, also, his hold-up play is just insane. Oh, I yeah. Think, I, I didn't realize how good he was at hold-up play, but I've seen him body six-foot-far defenders like nothing, and he's, what, 5'8"? Yeah. So we're, we're missing him dearly. Um, would have been nice to have Jal Felix. Really would have been nice. Mm. Lone fee. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, you never know. You never know what can happen. We could play that game in April, and we didn't have Jesus and Partey. You guys might not have Holland and Rodri. Mm-hmm. We were talking yesterday how important Rodri is to you. So you mm-hmm. just don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. What we have to do is keep going on, and it has to start tomorrow. Tomorrow we win. We're back on track. We got Leicester next. We got Everton at home, and then we got Burnmouth. We win tomorrow, we could start talking about 15 points, and we have a game in hand. We win those games, we go back ahead of you, no matter what you guys do. You guys guys beat um, Nottingham 5-0, you guys beat another team 5-0. We win our our next three games, we still go ahead of you. So we just have to steer the ship. And That's exactly right. We're the first game tomorrow, so that leads perfectly into this. Aston Villa, noon start. I absolutely despise noon starts. Um, it's been getting folks. It, it always does. It always folks. does. It always does. Those noon starts, you have to I think it's just routine, you know, sports sports players, athletes, they're creatures of habit. Yeah. You have to get that routine now started early, early in the day. And I think it just mm-hmm. fucking throws players off. But it could throw off Villa as well. Um it's just for me, there's just so many elements. Three losses in a row. Well, Three, three games, four, four, no wins in our last four. I'll put it that way, including the FA Cup. Noon start, away at Villa Park. Unai Emery managing Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. And then just so many things going against us this game. But we have to say fuck it. And if we are serious, we have to win this game. One yeah. point is not good enough. It is not good enough. And I'm going to give you my lineup. And I expect to see changes tomorrow 
We need to oh, make changes. Oh Lord, Ramsdale stay in goal, but okay. I'm 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 kind You're of getting annoyed with him. I'm You're not, not going, going to Turner. Turner yet, but he's on thin ice. Okay, he makes a howler tomorrow, Matt Turner. We'll see you at we'll see you at the King Power next Saturday. <laughs> um, right back, Ben White, get back in there. Sure. Um, center back pairing, keep it the same. Um, okay. I think we can play that Kyrgyz guy in Europa in a couple weeks. Yeah. And left back Kieran Tierney. I would put left Tierney back starts. Kieran Tierney. Kieran starts. We need an overlapping left back, and mm-hmm. um, I think in the future we need more of an attacking option at right back as well. I would look into that. I know you were looking at that for Sedna guy, uh, mm-hmm. young kid. So I think I think what we should do is probably. Eventually, move Ben White back to center back, back up center back to Saliba. And I think um, Tamiyasu and then another center back, center back, someone more attacking. Tamiyasu and Ben White, they're kind of center backs who have been hybrid into right backs. Yeah. We need somebody to be more attacking on that right side. Um, so that's what I would do in the summer. But yeah, I, w- I would put Tierney in this game. We need the overlap. And. Um, I would actually put Zinchenko at center mid in Xhaka. I think Xhaka, it looks like he's losing his legs. He was actually good in the first half against City, but completely fell off. Um, Partey has not traveled with the squad. Leaks lineup just put it out. No Partey. So, Jorginho at the DM. Odegaard in the 10. Trossard at the left wing. Mm -hmm. Gabriel Martinelli at striker. What? Eddie needs to hold bench. Yes, sure. we try Gabriel Martinelli at striker. I think he could be a good striker. Um, I know Arteta has said he's wanted to try him out there. Why not try Ooh. it out? We need something there. Eddie had a bad game. We don't have Jesus. Give it a shot. Have Eddie ready if it goes south. But I think we have an overlapping tr- uh, left back with Trossard. Get Martinelli in there. He's been struggling on the left. Give him a new position to kind of run at defenders with. And then Saka at right wing. I would mix things up a little bit. I think Eddie's been playing a lot. He's kind of a little rusty. Let's shake things up a little bit. That's bold, and I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm here not? for it. That's very that's very Joseph Guardiola-like. Joseph yes. would do that. We've started Fern Torres at, at striker before. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Klopp's done it, right? Klopp, Klopp in the past yeah. has, you know, forwards aren't go- working right. All right, Salah as striker, something yeah. like that. Madi, this year apparently. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about Klopp later. Uh, they got a big game against Newcastle to draw merchants. Um, but yeah, so that's what I would do. We need to shake things up. We need, we need a little bit changing of the tactics. Because guess mm. what? Emery's going to look at what these last three teams have done to us, and he's going to do the same fucking thing. Yeah. And Emery is, is, is very good at making it difficult to score on, on them. Yeah. Real, look at them last year. They got to a Champions League semifinal by just, by just defending and hitting people on the break. So yeah. this is also another thing working against us. This is a great manager to just implement what's been done in the last couple of games. Yeah. So – we need to be on it. We need some rotation. I'm sure, you know, three games in seven days. I'm sure we got some tired legs. Um, but, yeah, this is the I, – I would shake things up. And, you know, I have to – I'm very worried about this game. This is a tough game, um, but we have to win. 
We have to win. And I expect some urgency tomorrow. I expect people to be on their game. I don't expect, you know, nonstop shitty passes. I expect a two to one Arsenal win. I would love a clean sheet. A clean sheet would make me very happy. I just feel like we'll concede. All right. And we need to know. A, some shit fucking goal. We, we need to do this prop bet right now. Which one are you taking? You have to choose one. I'm taking the other. I'm comfortable with either at this point. Which this is a prop bet. Which one are you more comfortable in saying is going to happen? Martinelli at striker or Sinchenko at midfield? That's a good question. Honestly, I think he'll do neither because it's, it's Arteta. <laughs> Spicy, <laughs> though. Both are plausible. Both I, are actual. Like, you can I see think it. I is more likely. Okay. Because I think he's going to play Xhaka because with Jesus gone and Odegaard kind of not being that vocal leader, like he's our captain, but he's not that vocal leader, yeah. I think he's going to want Xhaka in, in a big game where we need a win to be that kind of you know vocal leader, that veteran yeah. leadership. So I, I think the, I think the Martinelli one. All right, cool. I'm taking the Sinchenko one. And, yeah, it's also important to note Sinchenko for his country plays midfield, actually yeah. plays even higher than that. I mean, he plays um, midfield for us. He's, he rarely plays left yeah, back. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah. yeah. The, the the style of play, the guy is yeah, incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like that. That That's going to be fun. All right, well, where's your prediction, sir? Oh, this is going to be a slapping <laughs> three to nothing. This is a joke. Uh, Arsenal don't so. this fall that this fall is not as not as large yeah. as people are making it. This isn't this isn't what people think to be. Oh, he, he, we're, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. They are attacking. They are young. They are aggressive. Um, they just run into teams that are just really, really kind of muddying it up with them that brentford game was just muddy just yeah. mud just muddy like passes by the back. way lee mason enjoy the unemployment line you piece of oh shit. my lord i was waiting for it i was waiting for it when i sent it to you i could not believe it i said oh my god and when i sent it to you by the way that's the first time i saw it all day i was yeah. doing so much shit at work so i didn't know like how long that was going on i didn't see anything like trendy. two hours ago but Hilarious. like arteta said so eloquently I'll be happy when they give me my two points back, and they are not yeah. going to do that. So fuck them. He didn't say that, but I'll say it for you. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finished it. Yeah, I actually heard that from Miko. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's right. Yeah, I'm going three nothing. Yeah, listen. I think I would be there with you. It's the elements that are also kind of scaring me about this game. I hate noon starts. Saturday yeah. at noon as well. If it was Sunday at noon, that 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 quick turnaround. You just yeah. getting over the loss at Man City, devastating loss. You didn't show up. Um, Man City put put three on your head, and you know took first place from you. And now you got to turn around in two days at noon. Yeah, that's and tough. It, that's tough. Because even was a said it. Sunday game, like I, I'd be, I'd be probably with you. But and then the fact that you're you're. The manager that you fired a couple of years ago before Mikel's there, he's going to be motivated. He's going to smell blood. He, you know, they're coming off a couple losses as well. Let's say that. Yeah. So th- they're desperate for a win as well. So it's just these elements are just they're, they're terrible for us. Yeah. Uh, both of us don't have Villa scoring much. I mean, yeah. the attacking options that they have. This is what really I really push for the three 0 because when you have. And they've this been conceding the, goals, by the way. 
Yeah, yeah. And and here's here, here's the other thing too though. I mean, yeah, it's my club, but you just got them playing City. Like when Villa attack, I'm sorry. <laughs> like this ain't this ain't what you were just yeah. dealing with. So in my humble opinion, I just feel like you guys from a from a defensive standpoint, this is gonna be a game to yeah, tighten up, make sure nothing goes crazy. Uh, but I don't I think you very little very little bite in, in Villa. Uh, yeah, that's what gives me the three 0 dude. Listen, I would love a clean sheet. That would be that would be great. I think a That'd clean, be the perfect sheet, I think a clean sheet is yeah. When you when you're struggling to get a clean sheet, that's that's even bigger than winning like four one. I think if you uh-huh. win two nothing, even a two nothing, a clean sheet. I think clean sheets are when you're struggling to to grab a clean sheet like that, especially on the road. I think yeah. that's even like that gives you more than scoring like five. Mm-hmm. And, and winning 5-2, you know? Yeah, agreed, 100%. So, um, all right, cool. Goal scores? This one's out the Personal way. I, I don't know. This one might be one where I'm retroactively. Because honestly, it's I haven't club. even looked at the. I, yeah, I, I should. Um, you really should. I, I'm, I'm, if you don't soccer, want it, I'm taking it. Don't forget, too, you got a point it's Wednesday, and I got a point for soccer. Oh, okay. What did I get a point for? Could, you picked Man City. We did the pick. No, I didn't. I picked the draw, bro. Oh, you did? I picked the, I picked the 2-2 draw. All right, yeah, I picked soccer I score, that. so make sure I All get right. the I'm get writing the that point. down now. Yeah. Um, Plus one B for soccer score. All right, I got you. Yeah, so Good I didn't job. really look at the schedule. I, you know what? I'm going to take – see, I, I was going to say Martinelli goal, but there's a chance he doesn't start Martinelli as well. You know, he goes – Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Because I think Trossard's definitely starting. We need I some agree. fresh legs. I, I think, think that's, that's a, a guarantee. Yep. Um, Smith Rowe, uh, league lineup said Smith Rowe's with the squad. He obviously nice. won't start because of the injury, but a nice sure. 10, 15 minutes would be nice. I think mm-hmm. having Smith Rowe just – we're forgetting how good he was for us last year. Yeah. Having having him for you know this final three months of the season is going to be big, so hopefully mm-hmm. he can come back healthy. Um I'll take Saka again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Odegaard. Odegaard. I think that's a good pick. That was probably going to be the other one I was going to take. I'm also going because I think he's a lock for the lineup. You need that creativity. Yes. Yes. Um, So 3 p.m. UK starts. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, six games at uh, 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern time. Let's go. Let's go. Your team is one of them. We'll save them for last. Um, Let's go Brentford at home against Crystal Palace. You you lead the line on this one. Um, Not much time should be spent with neither two Nimrods. Crystal Palace have to show us a little bit more. Um, they did just recently make a little bit of some transfers before the window, so you'd like to see how they get incorporated. But I don't really give a hulu fuck about Crystal Palace at this point. Uh, Brentford, uh, thank you for your services and what you did to Arsenal. Um, and you continue to shine. Uh, watch from afar. Don't really give a shit. It's at home for Brentford. It's going to be 2-0 Brentford. Yeah. Um, I'll go 2-1 Brentford. I think Palace will get a goal. But, That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, Brentford at home, I, it's hard to pick against them. Palace, up and down, up and down. Uh-huh. I don't see them going to Brentford and getting a win. I think 2-1 to one is, is going to be the score. 
this next one's interesting. You got Brighton at home. They had a draw last week against Palace. They were also a victim of Lee Mason. Not Lee Mason, but VAR. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Mason getting and, all the fucking shots. You're fired right? now, bro. You get it. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. But this is a this is an important match. Both teams are tied on 34 points. Fulham do have two games in hand. Or Brighton do have two games in hand on Fulham. Uh, but they're both tied at 40, 35 points. Sixth and seventh place. Two surprising teams this year. Um, yep. So this is a big match for both teams. I think this will be a good game. Um, I'm a big fan of both these teams, what they have done. You know, with with the limited resources they have, very mm-hmm. very consistent teams. You know, taking points off the, the big six everywhere. So yep. yeah, this is a great matchup. Um, what are you thinking on this one? Brighton is at home. Do you give the edge to the home team? I always kind of lean that way as well. Um, what are you thinking? Retroactive riding the waves. I'm going with a Willie and goal. <laughs> He's been on fire. He's been playing good. Dude. And I'm going to give you one more other thing. It's going to be a great fucking match. A lot of action in this motherfucker. 2-2 draw. Draw. Yeah, 2-2 draw. I think Fulham are really going to show it, dude. They've been scrappy. I don't even know if Mitrovic is healthy or not, but I just know William's going to be on the pitch. Um, William. Dude. The William revival. The curler he had the other day. Oh, my days, dude. It was... Absolutely magnificent. Huge fan of him lately. I mean, just it's just a movement of the fro, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, everyone's a bit – you should at least be a fan of that when you watch play. I, I, I hated that Afro when he was in, in, at Arsenal. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to find Mitrovic news. Uh, he, might be, he might be injured, it looks like, but I don't have a definite. But um, I think it will be a good match. Um, I think Brighton will prevail, though. They're at home, coming off a draw last week. Probably pissed off about the VAR antics. I think it'll be a good game. I'm going 3-2 Brighton. Oh, nice. Goal scores? I'm not taking any in this game. That's fair. Too, too suspect. Yeah, I got two more to go, and there's a lot of games. So yeah, be a little more strategic. I need to pick up them points. Um, Chelsea at home against Southampton. Interesting match. So I was reading before Chelsea have a lot of injuries going into this game. No Reese James, no Thiago Silva, no who else did I see? Hold on, let me pull that up again. No Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, and no one more player. I'll try to find it, but yeah, Chelsea at home against Southampton. What are you thinking about this game? Weird stuff from Southampton. Do they have a manager right now? Did they go with, and I don't know if you can hear the amazing blender in the background. Yeah. Is that what that was? Yeah. I'm trying to mute the mic to let it keep, let it go. It's almost done. Things loud. Uh, Sounds like a song. Shakes for your boy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a ninja, dude. It's dope. It's absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, Southampton, I don't know what in the world's going on with what they're trying to do right now. Like, 
temporary. First off, I don't like anything that you do. Immediately in the summer, I need Romeo Lavia back, for one. And for two, let me also be very clear on what you did to my Uncle Jesse. It is absolutely shambolic of you to offer that man a six-month contract. It is shameful. It is disrespectful. It is absolutely obscene that you think you can get away with trying to pull that off. That is for his resume and what he's done, not even just in the Premier League and the small sample, but what that man has done in Europe, you are a fugazi of a club to even think that that's an acceptable offer and an approach. That man deserves well more. And yes, I'm clearly biased because he's American and he's literally my fucking uncle. Fuck you, dude. That's some bullshit. But he's not literally my uncle. You know what I mean? Yeah. What what confused me about that story... Um. They were apparently looking at Jesse for seven years, yet you only offer him a six-month contract? Great point. What a well, That doesn't even make sense. So you, you're Just, infatuated with the guy that you've been looking at him for seven years, yeah. and you go, hey, here, six come months? stay at the house for my weekend. For a weekend. <laughs> like, you, you're, it's, like, it's like, yo, you know, you've been trying to get with a girl, and then you go, hey, you know, want to go get coffee? Bro, nah, you got you gotta go. You gotta go dinner, nice dinner on the take the boat out afterwards, do a little cruise, get the candles. You know, come on, <laughs> come on. I, that that doesn't make world. any sense to me. Yeah, and no. why the fuck would Marsh take a six month fucking deal with Southampton? It ain't a six month deal. We're almost in fucking March. It's a three month deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you're gonna let him go you in July. Like, well, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't understand. It made no sense. That's a that's a slap in the face to get that yep. for Marsh. I know, yeah. you know, maybe we overhype him because he's got the U.S. connection. You know, maybe he could have did better at Leeds, but it's still a slap in the face. He'll have plenty Who's the of first team to beat Anfield this year. Who was the yeah. first team to beat Liverpool at yeah. Liverpool this he's year? Had good results. I'm, I'm just saying, maybe we're hyping him a little too much. But either way, six months is insulting. That's insulting, mm-hmm. and the story didn't make sense either. But yeah, so so Chelsea, I found the news. They have a they have a lot of injuries coming in here. Cucurella, Ziyech, Reese James, uh-huh. Thiago Silva, that's a big one for me. And yeah. Aubameyang. So yeah, lots of injuries going tomorrow for Chelsea. They need a win. They lose midweek to Borussia Dortmund, one nothing. Another game with no goals. And what's your prediction? What's your feeling on this? All right. And and Southampton, you know by the way, Ruben Sellers, interim manager. So they don't have an official manager yet. Okay. You know what? I'm not even I'm I'm letting you take the lead on this. You you got this one. Very tempted. Very tempted to pick another zero or one pointer for Chelsea. Very, very tempted. I hate predicting Southampton games. I feel like they're the hardest team to predict in the fucking league. I really, really feel that is a true statement. They're yeah. so tricky to predict for me. Uh, I believe Southampton beat them at their place early in the season. That was one of Tuchel's losses um, early in the season. That was after they lost to Uncle Jesse. Je- Uncle Jesse beat them as well. Yep. And Did a little dance to him too. I'm so torn on this. I really am. I think Chelsea at some point have to win. And yeah. I think this will be a sloppy, sloppy one nothing Chelsea win. I'm you going know what? One. 
Go ahead. Let me change it because Thiago yeah. Silva not being there is big for me. So I think mm-hmm. they will concede. I'm going 1-1. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now you know they're definitely winning one nothing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's set in stone. There will be a there will be a goal by Southampton at 89th minute taken away. <laughs> Take away the one one for me. Stab me in the fucking chest. I'm going two to one Southampton. Oh, I love it. So Southampton's taking six off Chelsea this season. I, I would love it. it and I think I deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Two to one Southampton. Two to one. Um Modric getting a goal? No, I'm not even that, <laughs> he hasn't done it yet in a Chelsea blue jersey. So I I gotta wait for it to happen. Yeah. I don't want to touch that. Yeah, I think that's such a tricky game. And I, I, I sincerely mean that. I think Southampton is so fucking annoying to predict their games. They're just yeah. so erratic. Yeah. They are. Inconsistent as shit. Yep. They, they look um, good when they can put it together sometimes, but hundred percent from far. Hundred percent. The next one, I think this is going to be a tough one to pick as well. Everton at home against Leeds. I'm not even sure where to go to this, so speak speak whenever you want. Can any can anyone tell me who the new Leeds person is? Uh, no, don't have that established. I, I don't know. I don't know if they hired anybody. I think they still might be looking, right? So they 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 sack him without even having a plan right now to do it now what happened now yeah i don't i don't understand that makes look no at sense. this one Leeds on currently right in direct talks with nuno espirito santo wow. over vacancy that's wild that's a complete change of the guard for Leeds. they always have attacking managers and then they're going to go to nuno who's basically oh. park the bus and pray <laughs> that's sad for for our compatriots over there, man. That's really, really that blows if they get that Portuguese bastard. Um, if they get him, they may get relegated. Seriously, they may become mini Portugal like Wolves did when they were oh, there yeah, with him, right. when he was there with them. I mean that that's that's whatever, dude. Uh, is is would you take Weston McKinney or Tyler Adams? Tyler Adams Arsenal. to back up Arsenal. I'd rather Tyler take Adams. Adams. McKenney's just yeah. He's, Adams he's very disciplined for me. I would I would shoot higher though. We have our we have our sights set on Declan Rice and Caicedo. I feel like oh, to go hey. from that to Tyler Adams would be another Edu L. The barbecue. <laughs> the barbecue. Yeah, cooking. The barbecue oh, food has been burnt, my friend. We're ordering yeah, KFC cool. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fire. Start no, actually for KFC. But have you seen those new wraps they have? No, I have not. Oh, they look good. They're like chicken wraps with pickles. I love pickles, coleslaw, stuff like that in them. Oh, it's basically like a whole meal in a little wrap. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of dope. Very, very good looking. I almost got one today. Um, Everton leads at Everton, right? It's at, at Goodison. Goodison, yeah. One one draw. Sean not Dyche. getting anything better out of me. Yeah, it's going to be a sloppy. It's going to be it's going to be dice ball at its finest. Yeah, I think that's a great call. I do. Um, I'll go one nothing Everton. Imagine if he's getting some results, gets him out. I think he'll get him out. It, it's typical Burnley ball, baby. 
we kept Burnley out of out of there for a while. And I think if they didn't sack him last year, I think we'd still be talking about Burnley ball this year in the Prem. <laughs> I mean, seriously. He always found a way to get out of it. I'm I book it now. I prop bet to start next year's podcast. I'm having Burnley uh finish top ten in the Premier League. Burnley under I wonder company. why. Dude, they're rolling, bro. They're so attacking and fun. That's, that's I actually crazy. watch highlights. Because my 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 whole vision of Burnley is is completely uh, just park the bus, low block, balls over the douche. top, win headers. <laughs> yeah, because of dice. So that that's gonna be strange. It's gonna be a tough adjustment. <laughs> You're gonna see them like, what is happening here? Yeah. They're actually like moving forward. It's gonna be fun. Wolves at home against Burnmouth. Wolves have been picking up results, which is good for them because they were at 19th place and they've gotten themselves up to 15th. So good job by Wolves. Um, I like to keep them in the Premier League. I think th- I think they've been a I think they've been a good team in the Premier League. So I think it'd be yeah. sad to see them go. So I'm glad they're kind of clawing their way out of things. Um, mm-hmm. So they play Bournemouth. Burnmouth, what did they do last weekend? 1-1 against Newcastle um, at home. Hmm. Whoa, whoa, something dropped over there. Yeah, we're taking care of things in the kitchen. <laughs> locking it in. I don't know. I, I think I think Wolves will win another one. I, I, I yeah. honestly think they'll put another three on the, on the board. I think I'm going to say it's going to be 2-0 Wolves. 2-0? Two 2-0. Nothing? Two nothing. How dare you not think they concede? Two to one Wolves. Two to one Wolves. Any goal scorers? I don't trust it that much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so next game, Newcastle at St. James against Liverpool. Interesting matchup. Um, I think we'd be both dumb as fuck not to pick another draw here. Because <laughs> it seems like every fucking game. <laughs> Newcastle draw. Newcastle draw. <laughs> this could honestly, this could be another one. Liverpool, you know how up and down they've been. Yeah. Newcastle just yeah. seem like they can't score. This, this, I, I don't know. What do you think about this game? I, you're not, you're not going to believe this when when I'm about to tell you. Slapping. No. Oh. This is this is the weekend. This is the weekend statement game for somebody in this game. Pulls back. Or Newcastle are here. Hmm. For Newcastle. Looking at Pool and looking at the situation that they're in, I see one climbing while the other one's dropping and the passing of each other as they both move. Yeah. Like going through down the like that little escalate thing that now, like when you see them in the airport, you can just like sit there and go it and, and like just ride on it and just go yep. yeah, and you're yeah. just passing one another it's the same concept i just think and like how's it gonna stop who who's going to try to revert if with pool because they're like obviously going more down i that's what i see that as and i see newcastle trying to kind of maybe extend themselves a little bit and try like this would be a big win for us because we're you know we're trying to get to what liverpool have been even though they're shit this is our mm-hmm. time to collapse you know to capitalize on this so yeah, I'm not going to pick a draw because I think it's too easy. But I think this is where maybe, just maybe, Liverpool see what's been happening at the top and say, we can we can get ourselves there. 
I, eventually I will stop picking the outlier of the talent, the quality talent, the individual players that they have. Mm-hmm. But this one, I won't, I'm going to go Liverpool three to two. Yeah. You could be looking at it like Newcastle's getting draw after draw. Eventually they're going to win, or you could be looking at it. They're getting uh, yeah. the draw and they're going to lose. These yeah. are going to start turning into losses. Yeah, you're right. Um, I'm going to be gutless and pick a draw. One <laughs> 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 one draw. One one. It's not even going to be a high draw. You think there's going to be very little action yeah, here? Newcastle doesn't concede. That that's one thing you can expect from them. You know. That's true. Yeah. They don't. They don't concede a lot of goals. Um, and they don't score a lot of goals either. So, yeah, I don't see why this would be a high-scoring game. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to be completely shameless and just go draw. And I'm sure <laughs> it'll be 6-4, something like that. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would love to see 10 goals put up. And I will take a goal score in here because now we're running out of games. We had a lot of games before, and we quickly ran mm. out, and I didn't even pick a goal score. So it's time for me to pick um, – When's the last time Nunes has scored a goal? Noodles? Oh, yeah. fuck. It feels like it's been a while, right? Um, he must be on a goal streak, which is interesting because Liverpool fans were so quick to point out yeah. uh, the goalless games from Jesus. So let, let's look this up because uh, he didn't do it against Everton. He didn't do it against Wolves. You know what I think his last goal was? I'm going to guess right here, and this is a guess. I think his last goal was that that FA Cup games where, where Wolves were robbed. Remember that game? I think that was his last goal. He got a nice The Wolves that game, game, that was Harvey Elliott. No, in... that was in the league. I'm talking the yeah. FA Cup. They played them before that. Oh, 2-2 draw? Um, yes. Yep. I think Gwen that was his last goal. Inguedes. Yes, that's it. Spot on. January 7th. It was a Saturday the last time that man scored over a month yep fucking hell mate wow good shot by you so do i pick him is he due for a goal or do i go he's rocking a little pepe stash i don't know if you've seen that i think he'll start that's the key did he start last game who they play last week uh everton everton I i think he did too yeah i'll tell you right now Line up. Yeah, he did. Started at striker. Yep. So I'll pick him. Darwin Nunez is going to get a goal. He's due for one. So let me go that route. Noodles. Noodles. That's safe. That's cool. That's cool. Noodles. I can't. Let's go. Yeah. What? You're not going to pick one? Nah. You only, five one, right? goals. You only got Odegaard? Yeah. I know. I got, and I got William. I mean, these, these Sunday games, there's a lot of options. Oh, you got, you got William too. Um. All right. There'll be a lot of talking points from this game. Man United, Leicester, Man United weekday game versus Barca. Um, I end up watching it last night. Very very good game. Um, two two draw at the camp. How do you say it? No. Camp new. Camp new. Camp. new. Yeah. yeah, the new camp. Um, two two draw over there. A uh, good game. Rashford scores again. Unbelievable. Uh, it was really poor goalkeeping. Really got to near post. I mean, you can't get, you can never get beaten near post. And it wasn't never. even like, golden rule. It wasn't even 
high. I know sometimes you're looking low and you get beat high, but he went low. He was guessing low and he still got beat low. So that's poor goalkeeping in my opinion. Controversial calls. I thought that ref was poor for both teams. Shockingly, you know, usually it's, it's one way and we know which way those calls usually go, but it was actually both ways yesterday. Um, Manchester's very own Lee Mason retiring today. Done. I'm sure they'll throw him a parade since he took points off Arsenal this year. Um, they better not. <laughs> they better not. But yeah, this is interesting. And also it's interesting and there's talking points because Manchester is about to be united in oh. oil. Oh. oh. <laughs> like that word play there? Oh. Manchester, the city of Manchester is about to be united in oil. Yes. Sure it is. The Manchester, the same Manchester United who has been bantering Manchester City for years about how <laughs> gutless they are for being owned by an oil conglomerate, yep. by being owned by a state, they are about yep. a couple hours away from being that themselves. Yep. So those protests you had for the Super League, where are those for your owners that you have not wanted? You wanted Glazers out but you didn't want to be owned by an oil club. And I'm sure you guys will embrace that very, very quickly. It's hypocrisy at its finest. Uh, Where's the protest? Anybody protesting? No, like I said, they're probably throwing Lee Mason a parade. Let's uh, let's be, let's, let's get some finer details to this, which I think is important to know before the, the, the the haters. I'm not going to sound like a hater. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Absolutely loving this. I want to be clear. I'm not. Um, um, I, I I think every club look twelve point six billion is enough to get it done. Crikey wants to do get get his shit in. He doesn't have to match. My owner has forty two. I get it. That's more than twelve and a half. But all I'm saying is he can do it. He can do it if he really wants to. He can make that twelve point six even more, even more if if he wants to turn into an and really like foster the academy and grow a lot more. There's so many different ways to do it. Like we can expand and hold, do, do a whole pod episode on that because I love going down that path. I would love because and the reason why I love going down that path is because I would love the European model to come to America. I would love the notion for a player to play for Syracuse knowing that he's going to the New York Knicks. I love it. I love that idea. It's foreign to this country. Oh, what about the money? It doesn't make sense. We make enough now. There's money everywhere. There's enough to go around. You just don't want to change. Everyone hates change, period. No matter where you live in this world, you hate change. You're, you're reluctant to it. And then once things start going, it goes. And then the other thing I hate mm-hmm. quickly, and so I, because this is important to know, the slippery slope concept. Oh, well, if we do that, where does it stop? It stops somewhere, you moron. It always does. This notion that just because we can't do those things, it's it's horrendous. So, again, that's a perfect example. I would love to send my kid to Syracuse soccer knowing that he's going to play for NYCFC. I would love to know that I can feed a child into a feeder program to where the education's there. Or maybe I, I don't feed him. I don't feed it. You recruited him. You come out and get him. All that, you know, like I'm open to that. There's no problems. It's all out in the open. The country knows of it. It's a business because those are those are the those are the businesses I'd be interested in because there's an education, there's a f- structure. That's where this European model has been so successful. Mm-hmm. Barcelona's case in point. But facts to the matter: as of 12 minutes ago, the Qatari bid to buy Manchester United is five billion plus investments mm-hmm. into the club. It's important to note where this is different from City. Okay, these these are just the facts that people should know. 
We are owned by one man, Sheikh Mansour, who's the Sheikh Mansour of Saudi Arabia. This would be by Sheikh Jassim bin Hamad Al Tani, who is nowhere near personally wealthy enough to buy United. Go look at the numbers, go see what he has. This is where we're having a little bit of a problem. So State-owned. State he, yes. Right now, if you look at the deed, if you if someone would have asked for the paperwork on who owns Manchester City Football Club, it would have one name, one man to it. He didn't have to go to a state. He didn't have to get co-owners. There isn't a group. It's not an investment group. It's literally one human being. Yeah. This, this is a man stating, I'm going to just, Give you the tweet so that you understand it's been it's, it's going around because people are trying to understand this. Guys, we're 12 minutes into the formal proposal. So this is fresh as fuck. Don't come at me wrong. Don't come at me sideways on something that I'm saying out here that it's fresh as can be. Stating the obvious, which appears not to be obvious to anyone anymore, Sheikh Jassim bin Hamid Al-Tani is nowhere near personally wealthy enough to buy United. The question is, who are the co-founders who are very unlikely to be individuals given the size of the deal? Qatari Sheik's coming over here, stealing our nicknames. This is a geezer who is remotely wealthy enough to own his own to have $4 billion for the bid. Maybe $2 billion on the investment. That is stuff that's been talking that's been going around. He was the prime he was Qatar's prime minister from 2007 to 2013. He was the head of Qatar's sovereign wealth fund, the QIA, until 2013. He is part of the subsidiary QSI bought PSG in 2011. So you're talking about him being able to gobble gobble together 6 billion with all of his connections. But essentially, this is kind of like Newcastle, where it's in tone, owned by a state. And, you know, this is, it's going to be problematic. Once again, the FA could have yeah. done something about this. The warning signs were there. But it's 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 going to be problematic in the future that these all these football teams, there's probably going to be, I guarantee in about 10 years, there's going to probably be 10 teams that are owned by, you know, an entire state. Which, yeah, it it you know the FA has had chances to do something about this to step in, and they've done nothing. And there's two more teams for sale: Tottenham, Liverpool, potent Tottenham potentially, Liverpool definitely. Yeah, and we could be seeing two more very quickly by next August. Yeah, and and I think it's important that I like just from a personal standpoint. I don't I don't obviously look at my club. I don't have a problem with oil money coming in and getting a club. I welcome it. I want it because I want others to think that how they take the city model and they get upset about the process and all of that. And they try to maybe duplicate and replicate and, 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 and say that, well, they can do this too. But it's, this is where clear cut examples of you're not paying attention enough. If you think that you can just get, seven to eight Saudis together and just think that it's just going to be a conglomerate. Like this mm -hmm. has been a structure to where 
we are building out. Look at the academy and whatever plan you can have. That's great. They're even throwing stadium designs and updating the potential looks of what the of what the uh, old Trafford would look like. New chefs. Um, I just new chefs. What new chefs? New chefs. I remember Ronaldo <laughs> complaining about the chefs. Oh yeah, that's true. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> that's true. I completely forgot. Gordon Ramsay, Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're going to be doing a bunch of stuff. This is good for the game. I don't have a problem with any of that. What I do have a problem with, though, is the way it's owned. If it is yeah. owned by an estate like Newcastle, which literally has the Saudi Arabian government on the on the name, that's yeah. for me personally, that's problematic because that's where you can turn to literally unlimited resources. Should for his should. Sheikh Mansour's five five percent in Ferrari go plummeting. I would imagine that he would have to change the way he works and does business because he just lost, you know, whatever five percent of Ferrari is. So you know, there, there's there's changes, there's structure to that. He's literally one human being. So Newcastle and and what potentially new United would be this for me is a little problematic. And also, let me not be xenophobic, Todd Bowley. What you're doing is clearly Neymar. the Neymar concept to think those wages on top of what you're adding. Yeah. Good luck trying to span anything out with PSG because everyone is onto it, bro. It's over. You got away with the deals the way you think you can do it. It's done. It's done. No one's letting you play from that playbook anymore. You're gonna, you're gonna give uh, Neymar one of those Bobby Bonilla contracts where he's fucking getting, <laughs> he's getting payments to <laughs> fucking sixty five. The year's two thousand seventy three. Yeah. Neymar comes into uh, Stanford Bridge and collects his two hundred and fifty thousand dollar check. Yeah, I can see it absolutely. Before the podcast, you said. Man United about to become an oil club. O'Leary, where are you at? Yeah, out, come on, I, I reached out to our little friend O'Leary, <laughs> and I said, it looks like you're about to be an oil club. And this is his statement. Here we I go. didn't want that until I saw Elon was interested. Now it doesn't seem too bad, LOL. Oil yes. money doesn't bother me. <laughs> My club already has a history, LOL. Our history won't be built because of oil money, so I'm not bothered by it. Man United fans, shameless <laughs> FC. Gotta love it. You gotta love United fans. They are the gift that keeps on giving. I'm yeah, sorry I read that's... that out, O'Leary. Maybe it was wrong, but it's too funny not to uh, not to fucking read out loud. The hypocrisy well, is hilarious to me. I, I mean, O'Leary, if you can't see how clearly hypocritic that is, I mean, that is, I mean, bro, your so foundation to your success. Yeah, it's only bad spending that you did. Yeah, it just happens to be from a white person, and that's what okay. doesn't bother me too much about this, because United already spent money. They just spent three hundred million dollars, so they always spent money. You yeah. know, so I'm not like saying it's not like Tottenham, where Daniel Levy has tight pockets, and fuck, now mm-hmm. our rivals are going to be spending fucking freely. That yeah, that is that are, that is a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, they just spent three hundred million, so mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think. You know, the thing is, the thing that worries me about United is Ten Hag is there, and he looks like a damn good manager in his first year. I'm more worried about that than the backing. You know, the Glazers, as awful as they were, and Man United fans will have you believing that they were, you know, the ISIS of Premier League. 
But um, yeah. they've spent money. They always spend money. I, yeah. I would I would love to you know buy Pogba for a hundred million, Zlatan for however much they spent when they had Europa. You know, so they always spend it. Yeah, no, and 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 that's fine. It's it's not. Clearly, I am not going to argue against spending. <laughs> I I have no problem with spending. What I I encourage. I would have said this on. I would I, the guy who represented City on the overlap really pissed me off because he just kept having this like defensive stance on on the spending, and I'm just like, this is the spending is not the problem here. Every fan, none of you can look me in the face and say you don't want your club to spend because then you're fucking lying. That's not the problem. In fact, I welcome the opportunity for you to spend. This is what I would say when we were the Yankees in the late 90s and early 2000s. Spend with us. See if you can match what we do. No problem. The, the, The problem is your ownership has a reluctance to do it. And on top of that, some ownerships don't, the ones who don't, don't know what they're doing with it. So have the money all to all that you want because you're going to do all the bad moves. What I get more pissed about is a $1 million fine to the Premier League and to Man City when Liverpool hack our data, when I hack our scouting system. That's the bullshit right there that gets away with $1 million and should be fucking like a hundred million motherfucker you're looking at to what we're doing that's clear cut now you know who to go after that's problematic and money is not the issue it's not gonna fix some of these clubs look at what everton have done look what nottingham forest have done lately it's not gonna fix yeah, it true so nottingham have forest it spent so so much yeah have it have it trust that miguel is better than whoever you have doing it Eddie Howe ain't lasting up there, I can tell you right now. Because when you think about when the money starts to come into that Newcastle situation, they're not going to be backing that. They're not going to be backing a guy. He doesn't know what to do with that level. He's never played in some of those bigger games. Like, that's another thing, reason why I'm picking pool in some of these players. I think Newcastle are going to start to tighten up. With a manager like Eddie Howe, We've, it's been it's a fun joke, but eventually you're going to be like, how did he fucking do that? Because that guy got got shown out the back half of this year. That's going to be one of my hot predictions. I think they're going to potentially fall off. Uh, but it's a game, right? United, Leicester. At Old Trafford. Uh, at, at the mold. At the mold. Oh, man. Yeah. Leicester was scoring too. Three to two United is what I'm going with. Yeah, I think these cluster of games will continue to bite United. They played a hard-fought game in 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 Barcelona. <clears throat> I think they'll lose this one two to one, Leicester. Love it. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And um, I need one more goal scorer, right? Yeah, you do. You got Saka and Noodles. James Madison. I'm going back with him. He's on fire. He's on fire right now. He'll continue to score, and uh, he'll get a goal against United. I'm going to go with the guy who's about as hot as anyone in the fucking world right now, and that's yeah. Marcus Trashford. Hopefully it's the game where it doesn't happen for him. Yeah, I kind of agree, actually, even though I'm picking him. Two more <laughs> games, one more on Sunday, and then we'll finish off with the, uh, the league leaders, Man City, uh, Tottenham Hotspur at home against West Ham. Curious to see what you think about this one. We talked about it. Um, well, we didn't talk about it. Tottenham loses midweek against Milan, one nothing. Mm-hmm. True, true Conte terrorist ball being played, um, and yeah, just terrible performance. Conte 
again with the, with the weird quotes after the game. I think he's actually taking. I think you know what I read. I read that he's taking more time off. Yeah, stepping away. Um, with after his gallbladder surgery. So banter aside, hopefully he gets better. Um, but yeah, I think those injuries and all that. I think that catches up to them. What are you thinking about this game? West Ham starting to play a little bit better, starting to string together results, which is something we're kind of kind of been asking all year for them. They're finally starting to do it. Yeah. And in and in a fair way too. I don't think the games that we anticipated them to win wasn't games that we were like, fuck, like this is hard, you know, Liverpool at Anfield. I expect you to get that. No, these are games that like, you know, going into the season with the lineup, yeah. with even some of the transition acquisitions you've made, team can really play and they have they've been really piss poor. Uh, this is an opportunity to where if I don't, I think if West Ham don't get this, this has got to be a message to what the hell, the board, what the hell are we doing with Moyes? Because this ordeal to me is he's not going to be there. You have major player, Conte's not going to be there. You have major players hurt. You don't. You still got your stronger studs at, uh, uh, attacking that can potentially do something, but the rhythm, the the, the movement hasn't been there. And yeah. obviously, yeah, the front the front guys can do what they do, but the midfield have to bring something to the table to get it to that point. And if you don't got that stabilized, if you don't have that going, it's going to be piss poor. You're you're in a shit situation. It was skip and. Uh, who else did they start in midfield? Um, I don't know against Milan, but it was God. It was, I mean, they're done. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. done. Maybe that Sar guy they started. I don't remember. I think it was Sar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sar, Sar and Skip. Yeah, he's talented, but he he's not ready to be week in week out starter in the Premier League. He's not. I saw him play, and I skipped the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, two two to one West Ham. Um, I don't. I, 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 it's gotta be, it's gotta be, even though it's at, it's at that fucking concert stadium. It's, it's gotta be. So the, the NFL stadium. Yeah. The NFL, the first <laughs> place in, in, in Europe that'll host the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, I was actually going to say the same exact score as you, um, two to one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say though, it is going to be two to two. Another draw. Okay. I'm predicting. I think, like you said, I think it'll be a game where West Ham kind of dominate. But we get a Harry Kane goal here. We get a crazy Kulisevsky goal, something like that. But yeah, yeah, I think they'll get a. They'll get. I think if Paqueta was was um, healthy, I think I'd be more uh, more likely to pick a, a a win, a three to one or something like that. Yeah. But I think. I just don't see West Ham scoring three goals, and I think they'll concede for sure since it's on the road. But yeah, two two. Okay, cool. Last yeah, one, probably a good shout. I think so. Last one, Man City on the road going to Nottingham Forest. Take the take the take the lead on this one. That's your team road game after the win at Arsenal. Everything means nothing if we drop points to this dumbass fucking team in this situation. The build-up, everything that we've been doing, it means nothing if we take this as a joke. Erling Holland to be able to sound like he was having leadership of skills and ability at the in the post-match 
uh, after Arsenal. It just, I feel like it's turning around and I feel like some of the newer guys are starting to understand the expectations for what it takes to kind of win the league and get opportunities like this. So you don't, you do not take that for granted, but it starts first with a quality fucking lineup by Pep. And that is where I'm looking to see if he shakes shit up. Because if he does, I'm going to be pissed the fuck off. I can see him doing it too. <laughs> I know, and it's going to be so troublesome. I should not see the name Rico Lewis on that fucking lineup. I should not see it. I love the growth. I love what he's seen. Forrest, yeah, he can do it. There's no question. We have to build with the chemistry and the consistency with the players we need to be at the top level for the performances. Rico Lewis is not going to see Leipzig. And if he is, we got bigger issues. I need players that are going to be seeing Champions League action. Players that are going to be seeing top-level shit. Ruben Diaz doesn't leave the pitch ever until he fucking tells you for for moving forward. Never. Um, Yeah, John Stones is not going to be health, not going to be back for this game, but he's getting better. Happy about that. Yeah, I'm going with a sound victory. Sound. I better see it fucking clean or we still have fucking problems and nothing's right. All of it means nothing if we cannot do it with against Forest. I want it to be 3-0. I want to see a clean sheet. That is the number one goal. They score and I'm pissed off. We're a three in the back squad now. It's a wrap. We do a three-back formation. Like, it's over. That's who we are now. And that's awesome. I love it. I've always wanted to do that. Specifically because I just think it's more fun. Well, mainly because it's always been more fun on FIFA. <laughs> like, it's just having more midfielders and having two strikers together. Like, it's dope. And sending overlaps. It's incredible. So, we do it naturally. We just need to buy into it. So, 3-0 City. Dominate. Doesn't matter that it's fucking at at wherever. Forced. Keep it. We better. They better hold this out. If you do see Rico Lewis in a weird lineup, does your score change at all? Now, obviously, you got three nil locked in. But if you do, yeah. I'm just curious. If you do see a weird lineup, are you changing anything? And how you're going to see? No, the expectation. No, the, in, in fact, I'll probably expect a better performance because this is something to where Pep is doing it for a reason, and he better have. I better see the reason. We all better see, you know, the reasoning behind what he's going to do. Like, I get it. We have uh, who's after? I think Leipzig so on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. So I think we yeah, got to do. Be, yeah, we do got to be considerate, right? Yeah, it is, and it's on Wednesday, so it's you know Saturday to Wednesday. Um, I'm okay with starting strong. I'm okay with starting strong. Um, I really want to see Phil Foden, man. Please get it right, Phil. Whatever it is, he was part of Sad Face Committee. Um, he was part of the Sad Face Committee. So we know that now. You know, hopefully he's getting in the good graces. And and we saw a little bit of him against Arsenal. But I'd really see, like to see a whole lot more. Shit, if I can get a start from Phil, oh, my God. My days would feel a whole lot better. Because while I'm pleased with Jack... I think at our best for us to win anything, we need to be having Phil in the rotation pretty strong, pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, two nothing city. All right. Spanking 
expecting a run of uh, good games here, run of three points. I don't see. Forest can be tough at home, I think. Yeah. I think first 40 minutes might be a nil-nil, and then you guys just – the quality comes through, and eventually you guys win it comfortably 2-0. Forest don't have many shots, don't have many chances. It'll be a comfortable 2-0. Gibbs White uh, could score. Um, yeah, he's been playing decent. Lodi on a little bit of an overlap. Maybe bro, Serge Aria wasn't that bad. Um, I'm looking at the lineup that started against Fulham when they lost 2-0. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm respecting. I understand that we're clearly the better team. There's no question there, but there's there's this is not a, this is about us nothing they can do will fear make me fear them let's just get it the fuck done and get the fuck out of there specifically because it was 1-1 last time we played them there was a draw really? got points against them yeah we drew against fucking forest yeah early in the season right mm-hmm. i'm gonna go back and sure about that my guy, I will tell you for oh no, fuck no, we slapped the shit out of them. Why yeah, do I, I think say. we drew against them? We yeah, we slapped them six nil. Okay, yeah, correction, my bad. I'll I'll vibe with that. Let's get that again. You drew against. I think you're mixing that up with um. I knew you drew maybe Villa, Everton. You drew against Villa. You drew against Everton. I don't know. I don't know what you're mixing yeah. it up with. We um, did drew against Villa one one and Everton. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it'll be comfortable. I think it'll definitely be comfortable, and and that's it. Anything else you want to discuss before we uh, get out of here? And yeah, and you know, got Premier League this weekend. Every every weekend with Premier League is a good weekend. Yeah, you know what's one thing I don't understand, and I get, I get uh, expressions. He's a funny guy. Part of his shtick is being funny, but I'm sorry. You lost 3-1 to Arsenal. You lost 2 nothing at home. You didn't have a chance in either game. You don't get to you don't get to enjoy City taking over Arsenal on the top of the table and beating them 3-1 at the Emirates. You don't get to do that, my friend. That is part of the game. It's part of the banter. You're allowed to banter teams, but when they do the double over you in a season, and neither game is relatively close. You need yeah. to stay quiet for a little bit, my friend. And I know your stick yeah. is being flamboyant, being loud, and yeah. being extra, and you know your funny little quips. But oh, hold that L and shut your big fucking mouth. Your team's a disgrace. You're going to miss Champions League. Conte's going to walk. Harry Kane's going to go yeah. to Man United, and all those trophies. You, oh wait, you don't win trophies. You're going to continue <laughs> to not win trophies and live a miserable existence. You should be way more miserable, my friend. You are lapping yeah. up other teams' victories. Just become a City fan if you want to enjoy their victories. Seriously. It's a big thing's blood. For big dogs' blood. Not for you little dogs over there, blood. None of that. You hold it's this. You hold, you, yeah, it's, it's like, what are you doing having a conversation? This is Arsenal City, bro. This is not has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. You, you. you content create all that on Tottenham, but the bird was not involved in this game. At all, no need for you to be involved. No one needs your. You want to have an opinion? Go ahead and do your own little piece on that. But to rag Arsenal fan, and and if it were the other way, you probably would have done the same thing. And it's like, bro, 
Why are you even talking? You won your trophy this year. You beat us. Congratulations. Go home. Go go do what you do. It's over. The, the annual We Beat City trophy. You got it. Congrats. It's 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 consistent. We know it's coming. It don't matter. Fucking Jesse March will fucking lead you to victory with, against City. Everything will figure, will figure it out. Right? No way. You can't go to that I hope shit not. club. I hope take, not. I'd be so Take sad. the Southampton job, Jesse. <laughs> take that over <laughs> Nando. Take nothing, bro. Things just yeah. wait, wait in the yeah. summer. Fuck that. Like that um, check. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's, it's funny. I just saw his ugly face when I pulled up YouTube, and I had to, I had to say that when we lost three nothing to Tottenham last year, I shut up. I stopped talking shit about Tottenham. You gotta hold the L. You gotta hold the L. Yeah. I ain't saying shit about City right now. I'm holding the L. I'm holding it very near and dear to my heart. And I'm hoping that L will turn into lots of goals tomorrow at Aston Villa. Yeah. We need the yeah. victory. We need the victory. Anything else? Uh, no, man. Nothing I can think of. Good games over the weekend. And uh, baseball's around the corner. All-star, all-star weekend for NBA. Um, no, don't no. give a fuck about baseball. Uh, I hate the, <laughs> the gutless team in New York. And I'm not talking about the Mets, mm. surprisingly. Um, but yeah, yeah All Star Weekend this weekend. We got some. We got some Knicks involved. Julius Randle in the brick contest. Oh, oh no, the three point contest. Um, Jericho Sims in the dunk contest. Do we have anybody in like that? Um, what's it called? The uh, skills. The skills, skills competition. Challenge. Yeah, nobody in there. I don't know. I don't. I don't Let's know. I don't think up. so. And then, of course. Randall Where is the All Star game this year? The All Star game, Denver. Good question. Isn't it in Denver? It might be in Denver. I think right now. That's uh, skills challenge. Who's in it? The Vin Vinavit Arena. Where's that? Where? The Vinavit Arena. The Vivinit. The Vivinit Arena. Sorry. I thought Denver was a Pepsi Center. So. Arena, Salt Lake City, Utah, Utah. Oh, you Utah! Close. You were close. Rocky Mountains. Um, skills challenge. Giannis. Really? What is this? Wait, 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 wait. No, this is. Yeah, the skills challenge. The Antetokounmpo's. The I guess they're doing teams. The Antetokounmpo's, the Jazz, Clarkson, Kessler, Sexton, and the rookies, Banchero, Ivy, Jabari, Smith. Huh. How are they doing that this Banchero, year? bro. That yeah, guy. no, he's filthy, dude. Fucking filthy. <laughs> he's going to be a baller. I need to get his rookie card when it co- when they bro. start coming out and hold on to that and hopefully make some money off that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we'll recap it Sunday, Last of Us as well. We'll talk a little bit of that next week. Yeah, and since I watched it on Friday, I'm I feel like I woke up today and I was going into work and I was like, yo, I feel like I'm supposed to be excited for something. Like I'm missing my shit. (laughs) Like, why do I feel like I'm entitled to it today as a Friday? But that's because of the Super Bowl, which brilliant again. I know we noted that, but masterful to be able to watch it on Friday early because of the Super Bowl. That was smart. Very smart. Yeah, hell yeah. So I'm 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 so stoked for Sunday again. Yes, sir. So we'll be back after the weekend. Uh, hopefully Arsenal pick up some points and yeah, I'm sure you want city to win. I hope uh, Nottingham forest turn into prime Barca. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Jesse Lingard revitalization hat trick. And doing Never the little pipe dance. 
Yeah, I remember when he did the Millie Rock at the Emirates that one time? That was embarrassing. I can't stand him. I can't yeah, stand he's him. He's the worst. Bro. He's the worst. He, does, yeah, we'll he be looks back like a human the, health. Yeah, he's a weird looking character. And man, it never worked out for him. I can't believe he even went to Forest to begin with. Strange, strange move for him. But he took the bag. Yeah, he just wanted out of the United so bad. Yeah. They gave him like 200K a week, too. They gave him a fat yeah, contract. That, that might do something about it. Not that even Forest got money. They got money. Yeah. Damn. All right. We're out. Premier Pep Talk, episode 35. We'll be back next week. Peace. Peace.